Strange had a supernatural housewife, computer geek Thurlock had a fairy, the local doctor had a vampire, Tony, the small town crook, a shapeshifter, and so on. Some of these unions did produce offspring, but in all cases the children were very normal boys and girls, who had no idea whatsoever that their mothers possessed strange powers. Thurlock had a boy and a girl, Kelly and Kieran. Sometimes he forgot their names because his mind was too wrapped up in computer stuff. In some ways he was a bit disappointed with them. He thought they'd be superstars. When he made love to Shifra, it felt immortal. Every star in the universe would twinkle and he naturally expected any offspring to be utterly beautiful, smart creatures, brilliant at music, art, science, maths and sports. In looks, he expected them to inherit the hauntingly handsome looks of the she-race, and in ambition, his energy and drive. Yet it seemed Kieran the boy was born with two left feet. He was not the sharpest tool in the shed either. What gave, he wondered. What gave? Kieran was terrible at football too. When playing in a competitive schools match, and the ball eventually came his way, he'd always kick it wide even when he was right smack in front of the goalposts, and it was easier to score than miss, he'd still miss. Thurlock being a nerd was no great shakes at football himself, but even his granny would have nailed those chances. The only time Kieran ever scored was when his mother was in attendance, and she used her fairy magic to steer the ball that was going badly wide back in through the post. That trajectory would defy all logic, and the opposition supporters and team would scratch their heads whenever this happened and look up to the skies wondering what kind of trickster wind contrived to swing the ball back over the bar. But in Turlock's eyes it was still a wide. He would shake his head in disbelief that a son of his and a beautiful fairy mother could be so clumsy, so awkward, so inept. Kelly the girl was also a disappointment. She rarely would mix with other kids and preferred her own company. All she ever did was sit in a corner reading a children's book, often upside down. She liked to draw too, but all her compositions were terrible scratchings on paper. Can't you wave your fairy wand and do something? Make her into a great artist or change her into the popular girl at school or something? Shifra would always ignore such requests often saying her fairy powers were limited to certain tasks. Well, save your powers for me and my business, then. There's really no need to steer Karen's awful shots over the bar, either. Waste of time and energy. As the years went by, Turlock devoted less and less time to his children, putting all his energy into his career and building something that would unseat his great rival, at the top of the computer chain. 
Dr. Winterman and Jane were the proud parents of Mikey and Sarah. They were twins, but certainly not twins of evil, in the sense that they did not lust for blood. The twins, of course, had no idea that their mom was a vampire. She was a very normal mom, albeit stunningly good-looking, and all the boys liked to steal a lascivious look while all the girls wanted to be like her when they grew up. How little the poor dears knew. Jane was always there for her children. So long as they were well tucked in bed by midnight, being a mother did not conflict with being a vampire. She'd pick them up after school, help with their homework, and also attend parent-teacher meetings. On one occasion, Jane was not too pleased when the schoolmaster, Mr. O'Reilly, said that Mikey and Sarah were both very difficult pupils, often disruptive in class. Mr. O'Reilly was a very stern teacher, with a zero tolerance for any sort of messing. He had a particular disliking for paper planes, often bringing them down in mid-flight, clenching them with his fists and rolling them up in a ball. A very smart man with a highly mathematical brain, even when his back was turned, he could instantly calculate the flight path of the paper plane to its origins. It was frequently Mikey and Sarah International Airport. I think you should bring your children elsewhere, said Mr. O'Reilly. They are a very bad influence on the other kids in the class. Jane's eyes dilated. They were big and black and seductive. She rolled her tongue along her arching lips. Mr. O'Reilly did not like what he saw. Too much trashy TV, he blamed for that like of thing. Our meeting is finished, he said. She moved closer to him. His back stiffened and his jaw tightened. She moved closer again, smiling lustfully. He walked backwards towards the class blackboard, where all kinds of algebraic equations were passionately written in white chalk. You should go now, Mrs. Winterman said the highly renowned schoolmaster, a man known for both his unwavering faith in the exactitudes of science and the certainties of religion. But no man's virtue was safe when Jane was around. She rolled her hand down along his chest. His shirt buttons flew open and his tie unloosened. She clawed his chest. He gasped for breath. I don't like where this is going, he stuttered. I am a man of mat, a man of God. He could walk back no further. His suit jacket was now brushing up against the class blackboard. When they found him the following morning in a state of rigor mortis, some mathematical equations had dusted themselves onto his suit. But despite a thorough investigation, the police could solve neither X Y or Z. All that money can buy. The sun glistened on the shiny tower that was the other world technologies building. Inside a host of programmers were working furiously. Turlock watched them admiringly. 
All the programmers that money can buy, he laughed. Someone tapped him on the shoulder. It was the CFO Fredrickson, and it was an ominous tap. You need to look at this, sir. Thurlock and Fredrickson sat in an office, watching a large screen monitor. There was a young, cool internet executive on the television, making a serious announcement. In one week I am proud to announce Bond of Technologies will release a knowledge app at the Galway Technology Show to end all knowledge apps. Programmers have written algorithms that can answer any query with an almost 100% certitude. That quacks like a god app to me, said Fredrickson dolefully. Thurlock turned off the television and banged his fist on a desk. The bastard stole her idea. Sir, you can't copyright an idea. It's the expression of an idea. I know, I know, I know, snapped Turlock. We've got to get our expression of this idea out there first. How long will it take us to produce that kind of code? Asked Fredrickson. Years and years, fumed Turlock. We've thrown a lot of money at it. How much more can we throw? It's useless, said Turlock. Money can't buy creativity. Can anything, asked this CFO. Turlock did not answer. Three maidens frolicked about in the still lake waters. One was Turlock's wife, Shifra, and her fairy companions, Cleona and Siobhan. Turlock stepped out from behind the trees and watched with admiration as the three fairy maidens swam playfully in the lake waters. Turlock stepped on a branch. It snapped. The sound echoed. Shifra sharply turned her head. But then she smiled. She ducked under the water, disappeared, only for little droplets of water to hop along the lake until they reached the river bank, at which point they transformed into the beautiful fairy maiden again. What do you want, pervert? she teased. Moments later, Shifra sat with Turlock, in serious conversation, as Cleona and Siobhan continued to frolic in the waters. I've read about fairies giving immortal works to poets and musicians. Why not immortal code? You know the dangers of immortality, Thurlock. How dangerous can writing great code be? In the fairy world, immortal works are granted in return for something else. Usually a man's soul. And of what use will my damned soul be if my greatest rival beats me to this app? The kids would still like their dad around, at least in spirit. So that's no then? Shifra looked over at the other two fairy girls. Perhaps, she said, her magic can work in other ways. Doo -doo.